Hey everyone, this is Calvin. This is episode 88 of Res Metal Podcast. In this episode, I talk with Creeping Death guitarist Trey Pemberton. If you're not familiar with Creeping Death, they are a Dallas, Texas death metal band and play a style that fuses hardcore and thrash with death metal. Uh, Creeping Death will be releasing their second album, Boundless Domain, on June 16th. I've been a fan of Creeping Death for a few years now, ever since uh, their first album, Wretched Illusion, came out in 2019. I've mainly been drawn to Creeping Death because of the name of the band. They are named after my favorite Metallica song, Creeping Death. Got a chance to see them live a few times. Uh, I actually met the band uh, when they played in Flagstaff. Um, Got a chance to just, you know, meet them and uh, get their... uh, vinyl um that came out signed and um yeah just uh been a big fan and i think the last time i saw him was in albuquerque when they played with carcass and immolation uh which we do talk about that and you know when they got their their uh trailer um stolen which uh was unfortunate but you know it's cool that they got everything back and uh trey will kind of talk about that story but um it's very interesting and um, yeah, they got an upcoming tour coming up uh, in June and July. Be sure to check them out if you're in their area. But um, yeah, I'll be sure to play a quick clip and then go right into my talk with Trey. All right, thank you. Yeah. Talking to Trey Emerton of Creeping Death, guitarist for Creeping Death. How are you doing, Trey? Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing? Good. Um, I'm on my lunch break, so so I'm like my work clothes. I'm like I ran home to, <laughs> to do this. Yeah, it was just uh, I'm looking forward to you know talking with um, you guys. Got a new album coming out on June 16th, uh, Boundless Domain. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm, uh, I got that pre-ordered, so I'm I'm super pumped for that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And then uh, you guys just did a tour um, with um, Arcus, Menace Voice, and Sacred Reich. Um, Like, uh, yeah, how was that? And kind of like, how was the, you know, crowd's response to you guys with the new material? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, um, uh, We've toured with Carcass before, and um, they're some of our closest friends in music that we've met. We, We love all of them, all of their crew. Um, everyone else on the tour was um, amazing. Um, we played with Municipal Waste a couple times, so we were like, uh, we like, we're sort of acquainted with them. But actually, being able to hang out with them and kick it was awesome. They all, all those dudes rule. Um, and then Sacred Reich, we didn't know any of them beforehand, but all of them and their whole crew are, are awesome. They're like just rays of sunshine as human beings. So it's it's awesome. They're they're a lot of fun. Uh, we just had so much fun. And as far as the crowds go, it was it was dope. Um, you know, we played pretty early every single night. We started the set at 6.45, and by the time we'd be done, uh, it was 7.15. Um, but, you know, after our first tuning break, I would look up, and the room is, like, pretty much full. And I'm just like, wow. Like, okay. I'm like, every people are showing up early. Like, it's awesome. Uh, the responses, people were moshing. It, it, was, it was sick. Um, it was a great tour. I'm really glad we were a part of it for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I know you guys play, like, um a style that mixes like hardcore with uh, death metal. Um, I was curious about like kind of what you thought about like kind of like 
you know, like moshing and like, especially when hardcore bands, you know, play and the moshing style is different from like a, like, a, like, a, you know, like a metal show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you think of like, you know, the, the different types of, you know, people who, you know, interact that way in during your set, like, you know, as far as the moshing? Yeah, I would say, honestly, uh, I think most for the most part, like, I think the people that are fans of us, like they know us before. I think I think they get it. Uh, on the headliner we did with two under stab wounds, there was no issues. And I mean, there was very obviously you knew who was like sort of a hardcore kid and who was sort of like a metalhead there. And it didn't really matter. Uh, I think on the bigger shows, sometimes people don't know what to expect. So it kind of pisses some people off. But I always just tell people like, you know, it's like a lot of people think that people are just like, you know, kicking and punching people in at hard show shows. But it's actually like, a lot more like choreographed than it looks like i know some kids are probably not athletic and not uh as coordinated but for the most part it's not like at least in dallas like kids aren't really hurting each other too much like even if they like mosh on each other it's more for like the style of it as opposed to the trying to hurt people and i think on the outside looking in yeah it looks like kind of like crazy um but like being from like the inside i just know it's like it's just it's just a different like style i've also seen people trampled in in you know circle pits and whatnot and get some pretty gnarly injuries and take elbows from you know push pits and stuff like that too so um i just think the biggest thing is to be and i mean it doesn't really matter what kind like even if you're if it's at a strictly hardcore show just like be uh you know courteous of your fellow showgoers and like if you're gonna partake in that like not try to kill people you know what i mean like i i don't i think it's a very small subset of a type of kind of hardcore that people really try to kill people i think most of the most of the time it's really not not like that and you know if you're at you know just have like situational awareness and like common sense it's like if you know you're at a, a hardcore kid and you're at a war of a metal show it's like maybe if you start doing stuff like that people are probably going to get more annoyed with you and then same vice versa it's like you're at a hardcore show and you know you're there for only one metal band and someone you know you accidentally get spin kicked then like you kind of know what you should know what you're going into like on the on the same tip so you just kind of have to be like aware of the crowds and and the lineups and of your own space as well i I think it's kind of like a multifaceted thing you know Cause I, you know, people mosh like assholes at, at every show. I've been, I've seen metal shows where people are moshing like assholes, just throwing people into the ground, knocking people to the ground for, for no fucking reason. So, you know. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I've been to plenty of shows and like, once I start kind of getting the vibe that, yeah, there's going to be like some people like, yeah, doing spin kicks and throwing elbows. I just get out of their way. Like, you know, there's, I'm not going to try to like, you know, stand in their way. But um yeah but yeah no I know that was kind of like a, a lot of there's a lot of like articles about that online um about like um you know just like how when there's like a hardcore band and a metal band touring together that there's like a kind of like just a um bad experience for some people uh, especially with the moshing but um uh, no that's cool I, I I like the way you explained that about like just knowing the situational awareness um going to uh last time i saw you guys was in albuquerque with uh carcass and uh immolation uh unfortunately it was like i think you guys had your 
your trailer yeah, we got taken? we got robbed we got robbed big time yeah we oh, got yeah. it back though we we me and lincoln hunted him down like fucking dog the bounty hunter bro wait we got our shit back though it's all good uh, the yeah. only thing we didn't get back we actually got two things we're missing um the actual trailer which u-haul eventually found like ditched somewhere in the desert somewhere oh my and God. then um and then lincoln's um the hard shell kick drum case for the kick drum I, and I, I, I'm guessing that they ditched that because they probably couldn't fit it in the cars. Because though they were just like, "Fuck it, take it, take the drum out, and then we'll just take the drum without the case." Because they kept all the other cases. So, yeah, yeah, no, that, but yeah, that, that was that sucked, man. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like, uh, did how did that like change the way you guys like do things on the road? Like, um, or did anything ooh, ever happen ooh, like that time, before? Big time. No, that's not, you know, we were, we, we were, I'm so glad that we got them. So, so like, we have had air tags for, I think, a, a, a couple years prior to that. Um, just bands were, our friends were getting robbed, like, you know, left and right, like going out these places. And, you know, we can, you can only have so much protection by having someone sleeping in a van. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, we were like, yo, let's get these, these air tags. Like, we, we need these just in case. And, um so yeah they they really came came in handy um uh, i wish they were the the original air tags uh because they they apple had to like nerf them because people were dropping them in people's purses and um it used to ping constantly where you could always know where it, where it is but now it only updates every like 30 minutes or every hour or something like that because people were dropping it in people's purses and like basically following them and trying to like kidnap and traffic them and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so they had to basically nerf the capability. So it's not able to like update as much, which made it a little bit harder to track down, but I, it's still absolutely worth it. Like if you have some sort of tracking device or low jack that you can put with your, your belongings. Uh, cause yeah, people will just take your, take your shit like the, the people who took our stuff um pe- like i saw a lot you know we saw comments online and stuff like oh this is why you sleep in the van it's like we we did have someone sleeping in the van reese was in the van and reese woke up 90 seconds after they had gotten done taking it they had taken it so fast there was nothing that reese could have done and honestly i'm not trying to be funny it, it someone is willing to take a fully loaded trailer off of a hitch by themselves and drop it on another hitch like I, i'm not trying i don't want reese to hop out and one-on-one that person you know what i mean because obviously they're going to be outnumbered because someone is in the car and then someone is moving the trailer so i you know i would i would just say i would tell reese to let them take it even even if they were they caught them 90 seconds sooner so i yeah that yeah so that was that was crazy um but uh yeah you know we we're lucky enough to, to get our stuff back. Um, and as far as things like how we operate now, we never stay in the city limits of any city anymore. We always drive outside of town, um, usually, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to hour, two hours. Um, so one, we can get a little bit of a distance on the drive the next day. And then two, um, typically the hotels and stuff and the motels off of the highways and stuff like that they're just for people who are traveling long super long distances you don't have people who are loitering there for long periods of time so they're typically a little bit safer knock on wood um (laughs) of course but uh yeah so that's kind of like how we how we do it now we don't 
we don't fuck with uh, staying in the city limits of anywhere, even if it's like oh, yeah. uh, known as a nice place or city or whatever. And that, that's yeah, as no, far as hotels good. go. If we're staying with like a per like a friend or something like that in like a neighborhood, then it's like then it's like different, you know. But if we're if we're in like a hotel motel like public sort of place like that, then yeah, we're we're going outside of town to to stay. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, do you often like run into like you know people that you know or or fans that offer you like a place to crash? Is that um or is it kind oh, of like yeah, 50 yeah. 50? We- uh, we have homies that are all over the country, really. That uh, you know, for the usually somebody will let us crash if uh, like there's certain places like we have our homie Joey and and Toledo. Um, so for like if we're crossing anywhere through the Midwest, um, outside of like Detroit, because Toledo is like 30 minutes outside of Detroit. So if we're coming from or to Chicago, uh, from either direction, usually we have to go sort of in that area so we try to stay uh with him if we can and say uh lincoln our drummer his aunt owns a b&b in um waterbury vermont and every time we play canada or if we, every time we play um what is it montreal we always pass through you have to pass through vermont to to get to the border so we always stay at her b&b and uh up there whenever we pass through that area and you know we just have you know homies like out in places um our friend sky in omaha always puts us up and it's dead center in the middle of the country so if we're doing the drive where we have to get from the midwest either chicago or minneapolis or something like that to denver which is like usually the next spot and there's usually an off day in between there um then we we go to omaha and stay with sky and hang out so we we just kind of do we do a little bit of both like if we do we know we're in a spot where we don't really know anybody or you know the, our friends we do know have don't have enough room then we'll just get the hotels uh, but uh, yeah we we try to stay with people as often as we can oh yeah that's good yeah i'm in northern arizona i'm like kind of in the middle of nowhere the like every time i go i've seen you guys i always had to drive like three maybe four hours away <laughs> yeah it's always it's quite a distance crazy. yeah yeah i'm uh i'm close to the albuquerque i'm, I'm near gallup new mexico so um yeah, it's it's kind of a drive for me if I want to go somewhere. Usually, if it's on the weekend, I can. Oh yeah, we definitely. It's, it's much before. better. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's just too much for me on in the middle of the week. Um, oh, it yeah, must be um, crazy. Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, the roads out here are, are pretty messed up. There's like huge potholes. Those are they're kind of scary at night if you if you run into them. Um, and then there's like cattle. A lot of like people with like like livestock, like cattle, like just like those. Uh, sleep on the road and you gotta like if you're sleepy you really gotta like watch out for that yeah. for, like i remember i remember specifically on that, that that tour where we played flagstaff uh we're coming down out of that area where it's like the grand canyon like sort of park area and it's sort of like uh um i i forget uh where where what exactly what the town is um but you come into like that town outside after you just get done driving around all the mountains and it, it was like pitch black you know we were just getting done driving out of the fog and like really scared and i remember we're driving and we're looking for like a bathroom and we go to this place and it's like run by like uh a generator and we're like oh i don't think this is like the right spot and then we're so we're pulling out and the next thing we know is just like some like cattle like we almost like smash smash into it like same thing we were just like oh my god like 
swerve like uh it, it was like really like before we got back into sort of the main highway it was kind of like that where we had to like we're like oh wow there's like this is like way more rural like i didn't know arizona like sort of got like that until i started touring so yeah it was just it was really interesting out there yeah it's crazy they have like um yeah they have a lot of deer like mountain lion like well there's a lot of like like wild animals out there um yeah out here it's it's yeah there's like some deer here and there but yeah it's mostly like people's livestock you got to watch out for um but um yeah it's 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 always like like kind of like a journey for me to check out a, a a show like especially like a death metal show but um um but yeah no that that was uh i saw you guys with the uh, in flag Zap that day and that's that's when i saw you guys and uh got you guys to like autograph the the yeah. edge of existence record and but yeah yeah that was that was a sick show too um yeah, and then um yeah as far as the new album the new album's uh boundless domain it's the second full-length album um it's gonna come out on june 16th uh i read a little um like a promo like promo email that uh, it was produced by kill switch engages guitarist adam uh dupowitz yeah um yeah how yeah. was that experience and like how did he like challenge you or make you guys you know do things different uh if if any like how was that experience uh it was awesome um he's extremely knowledgeable he's extremely meticulous um he only accepts like the best of the best like possible takes so uh, it really forced us all to get like better at our craft personally so on that tip it made us definitely better musicians um and then also he just has like a wealth of knowledge about uh you know um just harmonies and layers and just way things sounds and, and then tones and and stuff like that so you know just using his expertise and just uh and then applying it to <clears throat> where like things that where we wanted um was was really awesome and and he was not ever too pushy he was never like he was he was very much like this is like y'all's thing like you know i'm just i'm here to like give the best this is what i think the best idea is but at the end of the day like if you guys like don't like it i'm not here to like make you like something different that you aren't um and and it worked it like worked really well you know he added a lot of layers added a lot of harmonies and and stuff like that um you know helped with some some songs on just moving struck like structure just moving things around playing things less playing some things more stuff like that um so yeah, just little things, just kind of outside, uh, from an outside perspective, can um, can help a lot on on people's music, you know. Uh, so yeah, I'm really yeah. grateful for Adam. It's a lot of fun working with him. Um, he's he's a hilarious guy. Um, he likes to hang out and party, and so do we. And so uh, yeah, he's he's awesome. He's a fun dude. Loves to bust your balls and fits right in with Creeping Death because we all do the same shit. So uh, yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I did get a chance to listen to the album, uh, the promotional copy that was sent out, and um, yeah, definitely, I, it does sound uh, different from the uh, Wretched Illusions. The, I mean, not too much different, but um, definitely the production is uh, uh, like uh, probably not as um, not as raw. I think it's probably a little more clean, which was uh, kind of cool, and then. Um, um yeah and then you guys also got a guest uh, uh george uh corpse grinder um mm -hmm. yeah 
did you guys have any other guests in mind or did you were you like any were you close to any getting anyone else on oh we didn't want anyone else because we were like well you you have like arguably the most famous you know vocalist in metal like on your your track like where do you where else do you go you know so we were just kind of like we're, we and we've also never been a like a feature band. It was this is the first time we ever ever had someone else besides Reese sing on a track. So, um, I, you know, maybe we'll do like one or something like that on each release or something like that if we can find someone who's down. Um, but yeah, we're we're not really a big huge like feature feature band. Um, so yeah, we'll just keep it keep it at one. That's kind of what our thought process was and. You know, we're gonna have one. We want the one to be a banger, so we went for okay. it. That's that's sick. Uh, you, you guys got a tour this uh, this summer. It's a two part tour: one in June, one in July. I was looking at the dates. The closest for me would be Tucson. That's pretty far, though. It's like a it's like a six hour drive for me. I don't know if oh. I can. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I don't know if I can make that. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, if you ever if you ever I'll in the it. like the Flagstaff or Albuquerque area, for sure, I would definitely like hit that up but yeah i think tucson might be a little, little bit of a drive for me understandable and i'm sure like we're going to be touring so much uh between this year and like next year that i'm sure we'll probably be around that area again yeah no i feel like you guys have been like touring non-stop is this kind of like you guys like full-time gig now or do you guys still kind of do like side jobs at home uh, yeah we all still have uh side jobs when we were at home um i was just telling the, the, the last guy I asked about it and uh we were like or i told him that you know obviously right now that we it, you know we have to uh to be able to pay all of our bills but you know we would like to get to the point where we didn't have to or actually i told him we would like to get to the point where if we wanted to work it would be like our choice because we didn't want to have you know six weeks of doing absolutely nothing you know what i mean um like it's doing nothing is really cool for like you know a couple weeks at a time but after a while uh, you know picking up i i think i would personally just pick up uh, a part-time gig no matter what just to kind of keep keep myself busy um not so uh but yeah right now it's that's obviously like you have to do it to pay all the bills but you know hopefully one day i can get it where i can just work part-time somewhere just to you know kill the time and uh have some extra extra cash and stuff like that but yeah you no know, we'll we'll see hopefully we get there yeah yeah i hope so too um yeah i'm excited for that new album boundless domain everyone should check it out like buy the vinyl or cd or tape or but um yeah i appreciate you talking with me trey and uh yeah good luck and uh hope to see you on the road sometime Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Take care. Peace. Take it easy.